Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. My name is Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have the next part of Erwin McManus's message on the story that we tell ourselves. Here's Erwin. The second narrative that we tell ourselves, the second story that we place ourselves in is not I'm the victim, but I'm the martyr. This is a little tricky. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 13 and 14, there is a character in the Bible called Elijah. And Elijah had, just had his best moment. That there, he went to a, a war against about a thousand prophets of Baal, and they built an altar, and he built an altar, and they prayed to their gods to bring fire down from heaven, and nothing happened. And then he prayed for the living God to bring fire from heaven, and the fire consumed his altar, the altar, and a few people along the way. And, you know, just side note, and so Elijah has this epic moment where everyone sees that he's connected to the creator of the universe and that God responded to his prayers. I mean, you'd think this is the mountaintop you never come down from, right? And then he gets a note from Queen Jezebel, I'm going to kill you. Then he gets terrified, runs for his life. It doesn't make any sense. He's completely irrational in his fears. But then he goes off in the desert and he just wants to die. He said, God, kill me. He doesn't even have the energy to kill himself. Then he runs off to a cave, and God meets him there. And it's a really beautiful moment, which I cannot go into. <laughs> Read the Bible. <laughs> and, and then God has a conversation with Elijah, and he says to him, When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, Listen to his story. I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left. And now they're trying to kill me. You know you're the martyr when you think you're the only one doing the right thing. See, the pattern of the, of the martyr is that you're overwhelmed. If you have a friend, or maybe you're the friend, who's always overwhelmed because the weight of the world falls on you because no one else will do it right. No one else cares enough. No one else has your virtue, your integrity, your courage. You're the only one. By the way, I don't have it here, but afterwards God says, you're not the only one. I mean, great story. It's epic. Wow, I'm moved, tingly. But uh, there, there are about 7,000 other men and women prophets who have not bowed a knee and have done exactly what you've done. But that's just a side note, Elijah. I know you feel like you're the only one. See, I, I heard this narrative so many times. It's a very subtle narrative. It's a narrative when, when someone talks about other people as if they don't care. And I, I've seen this even in relationship to opportunities of serving when people go, I'm, I, I, I care about people. And I'll say, well, you know, the people who are here before you cared about people too. Yeah, yeah, but I really, really believe in investing in people. And I go, yeah, strange, but like all the people who are here who invested in you, they believe in investing in people. And, and I always know that there's this red flag the moment someone starts describing themselves as if they have a singular virtue that no one else has. I go, what made you think you're the only one? You're the only one that cares about people. You're the only one that cares about integrity. You're the only one that cares about truth. You're the only one that cares about excellence. You're the only one that cares about success. You're the only one who cares. What is it like to carry the weight of the entire world on your shoulders? 
So you might be here and you're the martyr and you're tricky because you do do enough for other people to go, wow, you work hard. Man, you give yourself a lot because you have to reinform the narrative. And it's not that you're doing so much that messes up your story. It's your belief that you're the only one who does. And so maybe you're here and you're hiding in your cave and you're mad at God because you're the only one. He can't see it. So he doesn't show up for you. So you feel abandoned and alone. And what happens so oftentimes is that when you have the, the story of the martyr, I'm the only one who cares. I'm the only one who serves. I'm, I'm the only true friend. I'm the only one that can be trusted. And, and by the way, how you talk about people lets you know that you're the martyr. When you think no one can be trusted, no one's dependable, no one shows up for me. And the moment you start saying no one does, just you, you can know you're the martyr. And the problem with being the martyr is that you're wrong. And it, not only are you wrong about yourself, but you're wrong about other people. So you'll never create the space for other people to be who you need them to be in your life. Because really what a martyr needs is someone that shows up and says, you don't have to kill yourself. You can actually let other people carry the weight with you if you'll just trust them too. E Elijah was overwhelmed by life. And, and, and I have to tell you, over the last three years, I've met so many people who are overwhelmed. I'm like, you're overwhelmed, but your problem is underwhelming. I, I'm not allowed to say that. I, it's just like, but I, I, I have felt that so much. I'm going, you're overwhelmed? I mean, just take a moment right now. You're overwhelmed by how hard life is, but you're not in Kiev. Like, you're, you're overwhelmed. Because now we're in the transition in between mass. You're overwhelmed because you don't like your job. You're overwhelmed. Because you've had to spend too much time with your husband, you didn't realize how much you needed him to go to work. <laughs> and we have to step back and go, am I overwhelmed by things that are actually underwhelming? Am I just taking on a posture of being a martyr and acting as if I'm the only one? And I always try to remind myself that anything good I do, it means there are many other people doing it because I'm not the only person in the world trying to do good. And, and so I remind myself, if I want to be noble, there are many people who want to be noble. If I want to be generous, there are many people who want to be generous. If I long to be compassionate, there are many people who long to be compassionate. That I'm not the singular person on this planet who carries any virtue by himself. And so if there is any virtue in you, and I believe there is, just use the virtue in you to remind you there's virtue in other people. You are not the martyr. You're not the only one. There are many others, but maybe you can't see them because all you can see is yourself and the story. You're not supposed to be in that story. That's not the story you're supposed to tell yourself. You're never alone. You're never the only one. Open your eyes and see all the people around you. That was Erwin McManus, and you can find that on YouTube. If you search under The Stories We Tell Ourselves, Erwin McManus Mosaic. You can also find out more information about him at his website, thegeniusof.com. 
He has written several books. The Genius of Jesus is one of them, and I think that's exactly where he got his website from. Hope you have a great day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.